Okay. Okay. So uh, we're uh, really fascinating Gemara where we have lots of cases like this. This chapter, if some people really like it, like where you have a case and how do you, how do you, what do you do with it? How do you judge it? So we get, we have a few examples of that. Yesterday was unusually challenging, meaning that it was interesting that on Yom Kippur we had to work hard. <laughs> but uh, um, uh, just because of the multiple claims of the, you had the first marriage and the second marriage, and the ksuva and the and the, and the sons who wanted their inheritance. Uh, but let's continue on. Maybe about ten lines from the bottom. Hahu gavra, there was that man, dezavan leksuvasa deima. He, he would even sell his mother's tzuba. <laughs> okay, this is what's going on. Um, a person doesn't really own their mother's tzuba. Their mother owns her tzuba. In other words, every woman who's married has a tzuba, which guarantees her that uh, if uh, her husband predeceases her, she will get a payout. Or if her husband divorces her, she will get a payout. And uh, the son of a woman doesn't really own that, but there's a chance that his mother will get a ksuva, and there's a chance that he will then inherit that ksuva if she dies, uh, and then it'll belong to him. So uh, he didn't have much left to sell, so he sold the future rights to, if he ever inherits his mother's ksuva, uh, then uh, he, he gave it to this person. It's, uh, people deal in futures, and... Uh, so the bigger, we all know with futures, the bigger the doubts that it'll be, the less than you pay. Because the odds, you know, how do, and we don't really know what's going to happen. But that's what this guy sold. And it actually told us he didn't get so much money. He got what's called tova sana. He, he, got a, he got a dime. Like somebody was willing to gamble. Okay, you know, he, he didn't think that uh, it looked like his, his, um, his father or his, or his stepfather didn't look like he looked like he was probably going to die first. And his mother probably wasn't going to spend all that money. And he thought it was a pretty good gamble. He gave him a few bucks for this ksuva. He sold the ksuva of his mother, not for the face value, but for what's called tovasana. He, he, he got a little bit for it. That's, that's the expression called tovasana. Whatever, uh, whatever uh, possible benefit. Again, people buy futures. So, omerle. But he said to him the following, I isa, im if his mother gives him a hard time about it, you sold my ksuva? <laughs> you, uh, you, you did that? Uh, so so uh, I'm gonna, I'm, so the mother, in theory, could actually write him out of her will, could say, I'm not going to give you my ksuva if you're going to get, you sold it already. So he said, if my mother gives me a hard time, loma fitzalach, I'm not going to stand up for you. In other words, I will sell it to you, but if my mother doesn't like the fact that I sold it to you, I'm not going to uh, not going to give her a hard time about it. He doesn't, but you could always sell. Okay. Right. So if you could find a buyer that's willing to take a risk, then... Uh, Some people are willing to go the, for long uh, the, the, the poetic bridge that I have, that any of you are more than yeah. welcome to buy? Let's do the Rashi. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
Let's see the Rashi in the middle of the page. Rashi is a little bit higher. He said he, got, he only got a little bit for it. Why? It's a big doubt. First of all, Shema Thomas. First of all, she might die first, and then her husband's going to get it. Oh, Afilu Yamus Bala. And even if the husband dies first, Shema Yamus Who said he's going to be alive? He'll never get it. So, Delohayuzeshluko. And so, uh, and then the, the uh, buyer will end up with nothing. So, uh, it's really a pretty risky deal over here. That, that's the. Uh, so, um, so, basically, though, he's taking no responsibility, especially if his mother isn't happy with that. So, let's see what happened. Shkiba um, Ime. Sure enough, the mother died, uh, and below Ira, and the mother never complained. So, his, his whole thing was, if mom doesn't like it out, the deal's no good. Mother was fine, didn't, never found out about it, never complained. Um, and so uh, this guy got that little field for his mother's ksuva. So now this guy himself came to complain. He said, I never realized, I didn't think it was worth it. I didn't know I was going to inherit. <laughs> so uh, the son. So Savar Rami Barchamer Lameymer. Rami Barchama thought to say, He's in the place of his mother. He inherits, he's wearing his mother's shoes. His mother could have stopped the deal. So now he could stop the deal. Because, uh, he, so that's what, that's what Rami Barchama was thinking to say. Rava put a kibash on that. He said, Even though he took no responsibility, if his mom would complain, but at least to take responsibility that he wasn't going to complain, Milo Kibo. So, in other words, uh, the question was, he sold it and he said, if anybody complains, I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to stand, I'm not going to fight for you. He said, if his mother complains. Right, right. So, he said, if his mother complains. Uh, But so over here, his mother didn't complain, but then he complained. So the question is, does he inherit the right to complain? In other words, he's wearing his mother's shoes. Or once he, uh, once he sold it with, uh, uh, to the other person, it's understood that he can't then turn around and say, uh, I'm not happy. The guy wasn't throwing away his money for nothing. Right. So that was, that's what Rava said. Omar Rami Another case. Ruvain Shemokar Sadr Lashimin Shalobachrais. Really, what we're dealing here with, it's a really famous question. Sometimes you sell with responsibility. That means if you have problems later, I take responsibility. I'm, I'm giving you a full refund. That's a, and then other times people sell things as is. Use cars, you know. If, it, uh, if you get, once it gets out of the dealer and has a problem, that's your, that's your trouble. It's a, as is, you know. It's, it's a, uh, so uh, the question is, what does it mean selling as is? In some ways, that was the previous case. He sold it as is, but he didn't mean that I was going to be the one that was going to create the trouble. But that's, that's really the issue. Ruvain sells a field uh, to Shimon without any responsibility. And then Shimon turns around and sells it to Ruvain and, and he sells it back to him but he tells them, if you have any problems, I will take responsibility. This could, many years could go by. Uh, so in other words, let's say, 
Shimon buys the fields um, uh, now, and Reuven says, uh, you know, I'll sell them to you, but I don't take responsibility. You know, if you have any trouble, that's, that's your problem, as is. And then 10 years later, he sees he has no trouble. <laughs> and, uh, uh, they, they couldn't do title searches then. You never knew who would come. And he says, you know, I guess it was a mistake. That I really want that. So he sells it back. But this time, he takes, Shimon takes responsibility. How does he know? Maybe Shimon has, has creditors. But then, guess what happens? All of a sudden, uh, a, uh, somebody claims all the way back from the time of Ruvain, Va'asa Balchov de Ruvain comes and wants to take it away from Ruvain, the Katarif Lemina. And he grabs it and takes it away from Ruvain. So this that, is the second time he's owning it now? Correct. Oh, okay. But the one who's grabbing it is from, uh, from, from the back. Yeah. So, Dinahu de Azul Shimon Umefatsile. This is before Shimon guaranteed it? Yeah. That's right. It's after Shimon guaranteed it. Yeah. Balchov had, had, had a lien had a lien before it was guaranteed, but that was after Shimon guaranteed it, but he, he actually wants to collect. So uh, let's see the Rashi here. Balchov de Ruvain, top Rashi on today's page. And the the uh, the one who owed money to Ruvain, this was already predated the first one. Shemach Ruvain the Shimon, the Ilubo Matzabiyad Shimon. Now if Shimon had it, he could have taken it away from him. But now he sold it back to Reuven, so he's, he wants to take it away from Reuven. So, just like if he sold it to anybody with responsibility, how Shimon would be somebody who could fight with him and argue. Um, now, on Ruvain, he can't go back to Shari Shalobach Raislach of because Ruvain didn't take responsibility. So, but when he sells it to Ruvain, he, uh, he, he is somebody who could deal with that. Since Shimon guaranteed it, now Shimon is going to have to fight with that creditor. He's going to have to pay the lawyers to fight it out. So, Amalei Rav says, No, the the Alma Kibola. He said, Shimon doesn't have to hire the lawyers over here even though Shimon accepted that if you're going to have any trouble from me, uh, from my time or from my achrayas, achrayas denashim ikebolau. But this is your problem. I'm not going to deal with your old issues. So it's an interesting debate over here. I'm curious how Shimon can, uh, can, can make such an argument. Okay, so again, Shimon over here sold it and agreed that he would take responsibility but not for Ruvain. Not, not, not for the, not correct. For the original. Correct, that's right. That's, that's right. right. That's what I was asking. Uh, okay, so happened. if it's articulated, if it's stipulated, uh, you know, so then we have a comparable case to what we just mentioned, you know, in terms of the son not giving, uh, you know, yeah. not having the right to defend. Yeah. But over here, it sounds like Shimon said categorically, Achrayas. Right. So, did Shimon mean Achrayas from when I had it? Right. You're not going to have any trouble. Now, the fact is, I bought it from you many years ago, and, and there's an ancient person who's going to wake up, and it's going to try to cause... But that's your thing to deal with. That's, that's the question. Right. That's the question of what is understood when you're saying, I'm selling it with Achrayas. Correct, that that's right. Achrayas for nice me or Achrayas for... Correct, that's exactly... Any previous for him to try, yeah. but... Right. Who says that works? Right. Again, so not stipulated. Right. So that's the two opinions here. That's the two. Uh, okay. 
Umoda Rava, but even Rava, uh, who said <coughs> that he doesn't accept uh, responsibility uh, in that case. Umoda Rava, Ruvain, Yaakov. Let's say Ruvain inherited a field from his father, Yaakov Avinu, right? Umachor Shimon, and he sells it to his brother Shimon, Shalobach Rayas, and he doesn't take any responsibility. Vasa Shimon, and Shimon goes, Umachla Ruvain, and he sells it back to Ruvain, he takes the responsibility. Vasa Balchoyv de Yaakov, and, the, and the, uh, the credit problem comes from the grandfather, the Ketorif Lemina, and he takes it away. <coughs> So Shimon In this case, Shimon's got to pay the lawyers. Oh, there's no statute of limitations, is what it's about. Well, Achrayis, responsibility is responsibility. If you have any trouble, I'm taking responsibility. So my time. But in this case, the Balchov de Yaakov, Kabalchov de Almadami. This case, the creditor was from the past, uh, and it even predated Shimon, but it was an outside creditor. So Basically, it's saying that when you take responsibility, you take responsibility from anything in the past. I, what about when you sell it back to the person you bought it from? It could be specifically there. You don't take responsibility about his problems. If he knew that he had a chov that might give a problem, you can't blame that on me. You know, you, you specifically tried to buy it back from me knowing that it would then get taken away. You can't, you can't say, I have to fight that fight. But if there's a fight somewhere in the past, uh, to the grandfather, and I accepted all responsibility, then even Rava would admit that, that that's what you pay for when you, somebody gives you a guarantee, you pay that he's going to fight the fight. The only question was if the guarantee will work even for a problem that was created by the, uh, the one who bought it back. So that's just interesting how that kind of makes it more specific. The, uh, the, does that make it better? Yeah. <laughs> I guess it goes to this definition, what does it mean taking responsibility? When you pay a little more, um, <coughs> the truth is you have that today. People pay more uh, for uh, these insurance plans. You know, you'll buy it. If something goes wrong, you know, I'll, I'll fix it, right? Or I'll, right? It's a guarantee. So you pay for that. So what's, in, and then you find out it doesn't include everything, right? It doesn't, uh, what doesn't, well, it's I only, that's the only the engine, not the labor, not the parts, not the, uh, well, it's only, it's, <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're so that's, that, it goes, it goes back to over here. What did Ruben, Ruben sold the guarantee what was included in that guarantee? That's the machlokus here. Okay, moving on. A new case. Ruvain sells a field to Shimon, and he says, "If you have any trouble, I, I, I you know, it's a guaranteed field." Now, the money, Vazoko love Vanilva. The only problem is Shimon doesn't have all the money. So let's hold up. What happens when somebody buys but doesn't make the full payment? So is that a complete sale or not? So usually if somebody says, I will bring you all the money, so the sale isn't complete until all the money is paid. <coughs> so if, if something happens before every penny is paid, uh, you can, it still belongs to the original owner, could back out because the guy didn't yet pay. But in this case, he, he completed the sale and he said, the money you'll just owe me. And, and again, that's today, people do that also. They, they loan them the money, the money's a loan, but the car is yours. But it's a complete sale. It's a complete sale. It's like a mortgage. 
It's like a mortgage, right? So, uh, and then, Wait, though, hold on, you don't own, in a situation like that, you don't have the title of that clause. Because the loan people keep the title well, of that. in this case, it sounds like... Right, but they're keeping the title sale. to get their money back, but are they saying that they own the car, or the... It's not a complete sale. Is somebody else loaning the money? There's a third party out here? Correct. Well, he's well, the no, third no, party. No, it's just the two parties, but the purchaser... Yeah. He's saying, he's going to hold the title and the balance of the loan. Is that what it's going to be? Right. He's saying, I'll, he's I'll pay you, you know, I, I will gladly pay you Tuesday for a Mr. Wimpy, right? That's right. Okay. So, uh, we're giving away our age to the group on this day. Yeah. Nobody queried it. Everybody understood. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, maybe somebody online didn't get that. Uh, but the, uh, but any rate, so, um, but, what? I got it. Oh, you got it? Okay. <laughs> okay. But Asabalchov de Ruven. So, again, the case was he sold it to him and loaned him the money, but it was a complete sale. And then the creditor of Ruven comes and causes trouble and takes it away from Shimon. Upaisa Bezuze. And um, Shimon gives the money. You know, the creditor just wants the money. And so Shimon gives the money to the, uh, the creditor to leave him alone. So then he wants to get the money back from Ruvain. Because Ruvain took responsibility. So uh, now he wants to go back to Ruvain and get the money back that he laid out to keep the creditor away. It might not have been for the whole amount. In other words, when the creditor wants, he just wants to be paid, but it's not the whole value of the field. So it's he... Like an installment. installment or something. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, so the, uh, the people... The, meanwhile, Ruven died. And he's saying that uh, your father left some money that was owed by you. The, uh, the heirs of Reuben don't want to pay it because that's like a... That's like a um, they inherited their father's um, fields. Now, did they inherit this obligation to guarantee the land that their father had? That's the question. Is that, is that like a liability? Is that like a liability? But is it... Normally, they, uh, if it's something movable, they don't have to pay. Uh, so this liability, is that something the orphans have to pay? That's the question. Their father took responsibility. And uh, they inherited that responsibility, but certain things orphans don't have to pay. Is that something the orphans don't got to pay? It's not karka. It's not karka, right. That's right. It's money, right. So Rabbi said, though, if he has a good... Uh, if the... Uh, if the buyer has a good attorney, <coughs> uh, if he's a smart guy, Rashi says it. So, Edek Mavile Nahale Ara, he would let that person uh, uh, collect. Um, he would let that person collect uh, the land. And then the orphans would be responsible for it. Go v'le mina k'riv nachman. The Omar Rav Nachman, Omar Rabbah, but you saw me shegov a karka b'chavus aviham. If orphans inherit land in their father's, their father owes, bal chov chazer, then the the lender can collect it from them. 
So if he had let the uh, the complainer have the land back, then he could go to the orphans and claim the land. In other words, the orphans, if they they owed land to someone, that that kind of debt they would have inherited. If they owed money to somebody, they wouldn't. So there is a way that he could have done it to make sure that, that he'll get his money back from the orphans. Okay. That would include basing the Shavuot problem. Maybe, maybe. Um, Let's see, Rashi, Magvile Ara, last in line, Rashi. Magvile Ara, Kishetavu ha Yisomim, when he claims from the Yisomim, Yifulehem Karka, Bidmehamos, he should have uh, paid the land uh, for the money that he had to pay off the creditor, and then he could collect it from the orphans, because the orphan's father took responsibility. Uh, they, they can't argue we never inherited this from our father. It came through responsibility of the father. It's like the, their father inherited. Okay, one second. Um. Let's um, let's just start the case again because I I, um, uh, I I paused in the middle. Let's. Uh, Ruvain sells his field to Shimon and he takes responsibility. And he he makes it a complete sale and it, the money uh, is just <coughs> owed to Ruvain. Ruvain. Meanwhile, Ruvain dies. Also, Balkov de Ruvain, and the one that Ruvain owed money takes it away from Shimon. Upaise Bezuze. Um, and Shimon pays off uh, the Balkov with money uh, to get him off his case. So, Dinahu de Omerle Bene Ruvain. So, the sons of Ruvain um, could argue, we don't have to pay you back from that money that you borrowed from our father. You owed our father money. And we don't have to take responsibility for that because we're the orphans. So If the other guy, Shimon, is smart, he would let them collect uh, the, the debt in land and then he could collect it because... Uh, the, or he could go to the orphans with a claim of land. If orphans collect uh, karka for a debt of their land, that could be repos. Okay. Next case. Ruven sells all of his lands to Shimon. He has a whole bunch of lands, and he sells them all to Shimon. Shimon Shimon takes one of the pieces and sells it to Levi. Okay, and now there's a creditor that Ruvain had that wants some of Ruvain's land. So the question is, does he have to go to Shimon or can he go to Levi? So, uh, this creditor can go to either one. He, all, he, uh, the creditor had a lien on all of uh, Ruvain's properties. So some of Ruvain's properties are with Shimon and some are with Levi. He can go to any of them. Some transaction is mashma achrayas? Yeah, yeah. Below Amrin, uh, um, I'm not sure. Actually, I, I said that too quickly. <laughs> okay. Um, that's what, I mean, that's what this seems Well, this was a lien. Ruvain had, there was a lien on the properties. It was registered in Basedin. It was, uh, those properties were liened. 
So, um, but now they're by Shimon Levi. So we're saying he can go to either one. Below Amr, that's only true four lines from the bottom. Eladizvina Beninis. What did he sell Levi? What kind of land did he sell Levi? So there's an interesting rule. When a person has lots of properties, which property gets the lien? So we say the following. The lien doesn't go on the best property. That's not fair. Your guy owes money. You can't take away his, his jewel, his best property. Uh, you, you can take away, and you can't take away his cheapest property either. He can't say, all right, I'll give you my swamp land. That's not fair to the creditor. You're supposed to pay him an av- average land. So this idea that the creditor can go to either one either the first buyer or the second buyer, that's only true if the second buyer sold average land. But if he sold Levi the best or the worst, Why do you think I sold Levi the land that I didn't think he'd have trouble with? <coughs> that's why I sold him the, um, uh, that's why I sold him the, the, the land that was the worst or the best because I didn't want him to have trouble. So this, uh, this ruling that he can go to anyone, there's very specific types of land that the creditor would normally repo. Okay. Ubein and his naman, even when he sold them the average, what if he had the exact same land? So then Shimon could say, why are you bothering my guy who I sold when the original debt was to Ruven? You would go to the, f- the first buyer first. Why would you go to Levi? So it's only if he didn't leave, uh, he didn't have the same Benis Gavasa, as we turn the page. But if he left Benis Gavasa, now you know why I was going so slow. Okay. But if he left a Benis like it, Matsi Omerle, uh, then he could say to him, Why are you bothering Levi? Go to Shimon. So again, it, it's, it's not just that he can, uh, the creditor can go to anybody. Ideally, he should go to the first person that bought it. Uh, and uh, not bother a person down the road. So that's only if he didn't have the ideal, uh, the ideal <coughs> land. Okay. Next case. Omra um, Abaye. Abaye said, Ruven Shemocha Sadu Lashim Machrais. Ruven sells a field to Shimon with responsibility, uh, meaning that he says, if you have any trouble, I'll pay the lawyers. And sure enough, Ruven's creditors come, and they take it away from Shimon. So now Ruvain has got trouble because Shimon wants a complete refund. Zacharias so, really is title search. That's basically what it is in today's terms, right? Correct. Yeah, that's right. Exactly what it is. Yeah. Um, when, you, you do, when you pay a company for titles, that means they take responsibility? Is uh, that what that is? Is, is, the, is the right to collect from the land. It's not just, it's not just information. It's the yeah, but, it, but a title search would produce somebody who has yeah, that right. Yeah, a yeah, title yeah. search helps. Yeah, yeah. facilities. Yeah. 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 Ah, right. The land is the title right. It takes away the the, the stuffing that somebody will Yeah. 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 Um, what's interesting in Israel, they have all kinds of trouble because you buy land from an Arab, all of a sudden they uh, uh, they don't accept the title searches. They go to oh the British Mandate or whatever the Jordanians <laughs> or the my grandpappy yeah, and. Uh, uh, and so yeah, it's, yeah, uh, uh, it's, it's not, they have trouble over there. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah, what my right. daughter's Jira in, uh, in Ramad Eshkol is yeah, some Arab owns that, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. So, so we go back with Rashi and Chumash, where Rashi says if they come and they say, you know, uh, who, you know what business did you have here? We say that the Chumash is our title search, right? Let's see. 
the first Rashi. Okay, anyways. But also Baal Chayv de Ruven. So Ruven's Baal Chayv comes, the Qatar Flamina, and he takes it away. So now, the question is, Dinahu de also Ruven. Ruven can go, Umafitzile, and he can fight with his Baal Chayv and say, I didn't know you all that money. You have, you're going to cause, I'm going to have to refund all that money to Shimon if you take it away from him. You had no business doing that. Now, the Baal Chav of Reuben can say, Who are you? You're not on the land anymore. I'm dealing with Shimon. So can he argue, I don't want to have to deal with you? Sometimes people would wait until somebody sold it to someone else because the, one, the first person who had it was a tough guy, was the mafia, and you can't fight with the mafia. As soon as he sells it to someone else, then you bring up the fight. So the question here is, Ruven wants to pick up the fight because Ruven took responsibility. So Ruven's Balchoiv can't say, I'm not going to deal with you. Because if Ruven could say, it's true, I don't have the field anymore. But guess what? If you take it away from Shimon, who do you think he's going to come to? He's going to come to me. So now comes our question, how does Ruven fight this? What does it mean that Ruven's going to fight it? If Ruven legitimately owed the money and Ruven's creditor is going to seize it from Shimon, what could Ruven say? So it's the great Rashi here. Let's do the top Rashi. Dinahu, don't worry, I'm not doing the Tosas. <laughs> we used to have somebody in the Shear who would say, let's do the little Tosas. Okay, we'll be here till tomorrow. Let's see Rashi. Dinahu, the other Ruven of Im Yesha Olav Shum Gilgul Dvorim. If, if, the, if Ruvain has some Gilgul Dvorim, that's a great word, some wheel of fortune, some, uh, some, something Lakshov to think, Chov Kaneged Chov. You know what? I didn't really owe that. Don't you remember? You, pro- you owed me this, you owed me that. Oh, Ishtava de lo Pratika. Or he could swear uh, that it wasn't paid or there was something. There's some reason over here that Reuven is saying this creditor isn't entitled. You, you know, uh, you sold me some. It's true, you claim I owe you this. I don't really owe you for some reason. So the original creditor might have a, a, an excuse. Levy can't fight that fight. Or, uh, he, he's, he, he doesn't know about the original creditor. So, but uh, the original creditor says, I don't want to deal with you, Reuven. Uh, you're not in the picture. So Reuven could say, yes, I am in the picture. Because if you take it away from Shimon, I own it. it. So therefore, you're still going to have to argue with me about that old transaction. Sometimes somebody has an old transaction in the past (coughs) that they secretly feel the money's owed to them. And so Reuven could bring that up uh, because you're trying to seize money from him. Okay, back to the Gemara. Even if he didn't take response. Now, this is a big Kiddush. Even if Reuven sold it as is. Why? Shimon's still going to have complaints against me, even though I didn't promise him anything. So I, I, the Ruvain's creditor is going to say, uh, what are you doing here? Uh, you, um, I'm dealing with Shimon. And Ruvain's going to say, yeah, but Shimon, I sold it to Shimon. And if you take it away from him, he's going to say I cheated him. So even though I didn't take responsibility... The fact that people are going to look at me with tarumas, with complaints, <coughs> that alone is a reason that Ruvain's in the picture. Uh, and so that's the, the question is to have standing. How do you have standing in the game? What's Ruvain's standing? Why is he fighting this fight? Can't Ruvain's creditors say, you sold it, I'm not dealing with you. 
Reuven is saying, and you didn't take responsibility, so you're not in the picture anymore. But Reuven is going to say, the fact that he's going to have complaints against me, that puts me in the picture. That gives me standing to fight the fight. Um, we will stop here. Uh, you know, we got, let's, let's start the next game. Um, Rabbi, Reuven Shemokos, last line. Reuven sells a field to Shimon without responsibility. And sure enough, there is trouble. But Shimon didn't fully buy it yet. So can Shimon stop the deal in the process? We're going to stop in the process. You'll have to wait till tomorrow. Okay. Have a great day.